3: life is for me, for me, the island life is for me. Snacks as far as the eye can see, the island life is for me. Hey! Hey, Peter. Haley, Oh, did you hear my song? It goes like this. Whoa, the island life is for me, for me! Yes, the... yes,
0: Peter, I heard. That's why I came over. Because I heard you saying snacks as far as the eye can see. Peter, there aren't snacks anywhere in sight. Huh? Look around, Lee. We're
3: surrounded by delicious white snacks. We're standing on snacks right now. In fact, I'm gonna eat some snacks.
0: (gasps) Peter! That's not a snack! Uh,
3: Peter, that's sand! Sand? Oh, sand! (laughs) I thought it was a new kind of healthy sugar. Ugh. How much sand have you eaten? Not that much, just three or four hundred bites. Ew, Peter. The good news is, I guess I finally got my beach body. (laughs) Because the beach is in my body. Do you get it?
0: Yes, I get it.
3: The bad news is my body's full of sand now.
4: Whose body's full of what? Oh, hey, Rachel. Hey. Hey, Rachel, I ate 10 pounds of sand. Not now, Peter. Okay. Listen, you know how we, the Story Pirates, were on our ship out on the open ocean doing our podcast for a year, and then we crash landed on this deserted island, met a Viking named Siegfried, and have been repairing ship for months using his special ancient Viking technologies? Yeah, that's that's what what happened. Well, Megan, Siegfried, Rollo, and I have been working on the ship all morning, and Oh, oh, sorry sorry, about that. I I had uh, to watch uh, eating I know, that's not the point. You guys should help, but that's not the point. The point is we have news about the ship. Well, what is it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I brought Megan over to tell you in a more dramatic fashion. Here she is. Hi, Hi, Megan! Megan, you ready? Born ready. The story pirate ship, the tidal wave, has been repaired. Which means it's ready to take flight. Which means it's time for all of us to leave this island.
0: Aww. I feel weirdly conflicted about this. Peter, what do you think? I agree. I feel Oh yeah. Peter's been eating sand. Ew. I love
1: story Think of something you write and just try to write about it. It'll right! probably eat the phone, because he doesn't know what it is. Just think of the most weird thing that you can never think of. I put
0: some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates. Hey, listeners. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. We
4: are doing amazing. And I hope everyone else is, too. It's been pretty relaxing here on this deserted island where we crash-landed. So
3: relaxing that we kind of don't want to leave, even though our ship is fixed.
4: (laughs) I love my life here. My work, my purpose, it's all here. On this island.
0: Okay, everybody, relax. We're not leaving just yet. Siegfried said he had to put some finishing touches on the ship. So while we wait, why don't we do a story? Okay. Okay! All right, so listeners... This is the first story of the new season, and it's about a character who, like me, has a really specific morning routine. But unlike me, the main character of this story is an adorable rodent. Here's the kid author to introduce it.
1: Hi, my name is Nina, I'm 11 years old. I come from New York, and my story is a hamster work day.
4: a.m. Time to start my day. Good morning, Miss Sally. Hello, Bunny. Are you ready for work, Miss Sally? <laughs> am I
1: ready for work?
4: <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes, I am ready for work. I am Miss Sally the hamster. Oh, boy, here we go. I'm ready for anything. She's going to do a song, isn't she? Oh, for sure, it's song time. Oh, yes, oh, yes, I am ready for work. I will eat my breakfast. It's a if you care. Now I'll finish my look. Put a clip in my hair and that's the start of a hamster's work day. Which clip would you like for today, Miss Sally? The pink. Okay. Not the blue. You got it. No, the pink. Here it is. It's gotta be the red. The red. Except not the red, the green. Here's the green. Better make it the pink, though. The, the pink. The yellow. Yellow, of course. Of course. The pink. The, the pink. Green. The green. The green. Yes. The pink. The, the pink. pink. Exactly. The pink. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, now know. I'll just put this green clip in my hair and... <gasps> perfection. I look incredible. Thank you for your help, bunnies. Now, carry my computer to work for me. You got it. Your job is to go to your work, and our job is to carry your computer to your work. Yes, those are our jobs. Okay. Okay. Just make sure it gets there safely. Otherwise, I will be devastated There's about to be more song isn't there Absolutely I ate my pear put a clip in my hair then I caught up the bunnies and just to be fair they'll carry my computer from here to there so I can have a hamster's work day Have a hamster's work day That's when a hamster goes to work 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 work
1: work 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 work
4: at my job where I work. Well, good morning, Miss Sally. Good morning, desk clerk. Which one is my desk today?
1: Well, I was thinking. There shall be
4: work, and I meet the desk clerk. And he tells me my desk is there. Uh-oh. And he tells me my desk is there. <coughs> and he tells me my desk is. Oh, oh, I- is that where you want to sit? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, this is a co-working space, so you can sort of sit wherever Just you. tell me where my desk is. Uh, okay, that one's perfect. Thank you. Do you need I'm anything sit on my chair. I am glad to be there. A good place to sit is a thing that is rare. When you find a good seat, don't get up, don't you dare. The ocean and share, yeah. And that's a hamster's workday. Yes, that's a hamster's... Wait a second. Where's my computer? Where are the bunnies? Bunnies? (laughs) We're here! We have your computer. It's safe. Good. If it wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to do my work at my job. Speaking of, here comes my work boss. Hello, Sally. Hello, work boss. Do you have any work for me today?
0: I certainly do.
2: I'm gonna put you on the cloud piece. Big guy. Cumulonimbus. You think you can handle it?
4: You bet. You know what else I can handle? Singing a song? Yeah, I'm gonna sing a song. Here she goes. This is happening. Oh boy. My boss came to me and my boss said out loud, edit this story about a cloud. I decide to confess, which includes saying yes, of notions about what a hamster does all day they think we just run on a wheel drink from a metal straw are fluffy but if there's anything you've learned from this story it's that every day i do a ton of amazing stuff i wake up eat a pear put a clip in my hair i call up some bunnies and just to be fair they bring my computer to work for me a desk clerk shows me where to sit and my boss asks me to edit a story about a cloud because yeah i'm an editor and that's my job and hey guess what that cloud story i want a pulitzer for it and hey guess what else i am fluffy and that's a hamster's work day and that's a
2: hamster's work day chat, but as the great Viking Gunnar Bjorn Bloodrock once said to me, as we fought beside one another at Lindisfarne, Siegfried, I think it's time to get off this island and move the podcast back onto the ship. He said that? I'm paraphrasing. Well, folks, you heard Siegfried. Time to say goodbye to the island. Wait,
4: Lee, I really kind of don't. Want to leave? Me neither. This island's become our home, even though Lee's been living in a luxury treehouse while the rest of us have been staying in a dank, dark cave.
0: Yeah. Wait, why was that? It was a budget thing. But now that you mention it, I do love my luxury treehouse with its surround sound, jacuzzi bath, keeper fountain, and, of course, the one long staircase just going up and one even longer going down, and one more leading nowhere just for show. Sorry, Siegfried, we have to stay here.
2: You could have all that on the ship too.
0: Yeah,
4: but we built lives here. I have kids. Lee, I have kids here.
0: Rachel, those are beach pigs.
4: Okay, yeah, but they're my beach pigs. And hey, Megan, you got to open up your very own theater on the island. It's true. Critics are calling my one-woman head-a-gobbler a huge mistake, but I couldn't leave because I'm stranded here too.
3: And I spent most of my time in this island trapped in the snack pantry. But you know what? I loved every minute of it. These are
2: all things you can do on a ship in the sky! But
4: the island has changed us in more ways than you could ever imagine. It's like we're different people now. Like, Peter, you used to have a beard. Now you don't.
3: It's true. I don't know where it went.
4: And Lee... You've also always had a beard, but now your beard is super long, unwieldy, and full of secrets. It's
0: true. What's that beard? Don't worry, I won't tell anyone.
4: And now my muscles are enormous from carrying around my kids. I mean, my pigs, and... I got bangs. I'm a fan of the bangs. I I know. It was a great decision. And Megan, you look exactly the same because you don't want to change from how you look in your headshot, but now your consonants and your vowels are sharper than ever. She sells seashells at seashells.biz. Wow, you're right. My voice and speech skills are etter than better. This is home for us now. We've grown here, become better people with longer beards. We
0: can't leave. Rachel's right. Siegfried, thanks for helping us fix our ship, but I think we're going to stay here on this island forever.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash. And get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hey, grown-ups. Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... But I'm obsessed What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast And this one has got it all Ryan Reynolds John Krasinski Kaylee Fleming Fiona Shaw Phoebe Waller-Bridge Louis Gossett Jr. And Steve Carell Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time That's right Best of all, IF celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See IF in theaters, May 17th. Rachel's right. Siegfried, thank you for helping us fix our ship, but I think we're going to stay here on this island. Forever! Hooray! I'm gonna go get some snacks!
4: And I'm going to start rehearsals for my next silent song cycle! And I'm
0: gonna go install a kefer water slide! And
4: I'm gonna hug my pigs!
0: <laughs> oh, yes! No! No, 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 stop! Oh, Rolo, when did you get here?
3: I've been here the whole time, but I was being very quiet.
0: Oh, well, hey Rolo, what reason do you have for wanting to stay on this island?
3: No reason. I want to get back on the ship.
0: <gasps> Gasp. I became a Story Pirate
3: because I wanted to take kids' stories and turn them into sketches and songs. If we stay here, we won't be able to do that! And that makes Rolo very
2: sad. I want to go find stories! Rolo, you're describing a quest! A quest? Yes, a quest. Siegfried, what is a quest? It's a journey to find something. A person, a place, a thing, an idea. I've been on many quests, from finding the golden apples of Asgard in the treacherous hills of the Troll King, to finding six dollars in loose change under the seat cushion in Lee's luxury treehouse. Ah, my pockets have holes. Now, it's time for a new quest. One that we must all embark on together. It won't be easy, and it won't be not hard, but it will be difficult. Who's with me? I am with you, Siegfried. You know what? I'm with you, too. Me, too. Me, three.
0: Me, five. No, six. All right, everybody. Time to say goodbye to everything on the island. (sighs) Okay. But wait. Wait. Pigs, hey,
4: do you want to come with me on the ship? I can teach you all how to wainscot a deck. That's a yes.
0: Goodbye, luxury tree condo. Goodbye, luxury tree guest house that no one ever used.
3: What? Goodbye, pantry I got stuck in. Goodbye, hole I got stuck in. Goodbye, rock I got stuck under. Goodbye, chair I got stuck on top of. Goodbye, pants I got stuck around.
4: Goodbye, theater. Goodbye, curtain. Goodbye to my universally detested one-woman production of This Is Us, the musical based on the One Direction movie. Goodbye, Critic, who said the show was the worst at best. I'll never forget you. And
1: I'll never forget that show.
2: Everyone, except you, time to get on board.
1: My All
4: right. You. You do done. Done.
2: So, Siegfried, is this thing ready to fly? Yes, prepare yourselves for the majesty of the sky. Great! Let's leave quick before we all change our minds! Oh, no, sorry. Getting this thing to fly is actually a whole thing for another episode. Oh.
0: Well, should we do another story then? Yeah! Yeah! All right, listeners. This next story comes to us from a kid author who knows a lot about dinosaurs. And his story is about a very unique dinosaur that does very impressive things in the water. Take a listen.
1: Hi, my name is Ben. I'm seven years old, and I live in Virginia. This is my story, Backstroke Raptor.
0: Backstroke Raptor!
4: water, lying on his back. Testing out the boat, testing out the boat. We're testing out the boat. Hmm. are useful to make boats go. Now we need some wires and more wires. Connect the wires
3: to the engine. Don't forget the batteries. Batteries.
4: Connect them to the other end of the wires. Gotta have a motor. Get me a motor.
0: Technically different from the engine. Finally a...
4: What? (laughs) I said a what?
0: now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Ben, how are you? Good. How's your day so far today? Good. What'd you do?
1: Well, I found a rock, maybe some sort of geyser rock.
0: A geyser rock? What does that mean?
1: It's like a volcano, just has hot water that comes out.
0: That's amazing. Where did you find it?
1: Uh, I found it somewhere near the dirt.
0: Just like on the ground? Yeah. Really?
1: Well, you have to dig for it.
0: Did you know you were looking for a geyser rock?
1: Yeah, I was just looking for plain rocks, whatever I found. I was happy with it.
0: Are you an amateur geologist?
1: I just look for rocks. That's all I do, basically.
0: Got it. And, and you like rocks. You're, like, interested in rocks. Yeah. What do you find interesting about them?
1: Oh, I think they can tell us things about the past.
0: Are there any examples you could give of, of a kind of rock you could find that would tell us something about the past?
1: Um, fossils.
0: And a fossil is what?
1: A fossil is bones of a um, dinosaur or, like, anything that lived 260 million years ago.
0: When you're out digging for rocks, are you thinking in your head, like, maybe I'll find a dinosaur bone today?
1: No, there might not be any dino bones, but I have claimed I thought of one, like a tailbone to a T-Rex or a stegosaur.
0: You found one of those?
1: I was just digging until I hit something, and I dug up, and it was just, like, it looked more like an elephant head.
0: And then you, like, took a closer look, and you were like, what is this thing?
1: And then I compared it to the fossils I've seen in museums, and I was like, I think this might be a new species of dino I might be digging up here. I don't know yet if I did or not. That would
0: be so cool if you found a new species of dino.
1: I never got to complete my dig, ever.
0: You're not going to complete your dig, ever?
1: I can't. Why not? Well, I can't ever go there. There's too many, you know, other people around it, and and I couldn't do it because the, my teachers wouldn't let me.
0: Oh, at school?
1: So I have no idea why they won't let me.
0: Got it. So you're saying, like... It's sort of hard to do a big archaeological dig at school because there's, like, people around.
1: Yeah, my school is good, but when I dig, it isn't so good because I have to just stop it all the time.
0: They're like, stop digging, Ben! Yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm digging here!
1: I more just keep on doing it. (laughs) I ignore it.
0: I really appreciate your determination. Ben, you wrote the story Backstroke Raptor.
1: Yeah?
0: Um, I heard somewhere that a raptor could open a door. Is that true? Yeah. It is?
1: Yeah. Some scientists believe that they're one of the most intelligent animals on the planet.
0: Because the idea of a dino opening a door sounds pretty scary to me.
1: I think they can do a lot of things with their claws. They can probably pick up, like, this phone.
0: A dino on a phone could wreak havoc.
1: It would probably eat the phone because he doesn't know what it is.
0: Yes, he probably would eat the phone. Are you able to do the sound that a raptor makes?
1: Yeah, it's actually really loud. It's like, I think sometimes they do this.
0: Like a honk, sort of?
1: Yeah, I'm not getting that sound yet, but I'm learning it. I think I can do every single dino species.
0: Ben, this has been so fun to talk to you. Thank you for chatting with me today about dinos and bones and rocks and everything. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Story Pirates podcast. We're so excited to be back for this brand new season. Thanks to today's authors, Nina and Ben, and thanks to everyone who sent us in stories. We loved reading each and every one of them. We'll be back next week with two more brand new stories, but in the meantime, do yourself a favor. Go find a cozy corner in your house or school and bring along your favorite notebook and a pen, and then pry open your imagination And write down something wild that no one's ever thought of before. Because we can't wait to read it. See you next week. Bye! Bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser and Jasmine Romero. Produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Today's episode features performances by Ryan Chittapong, Carly Shiraki, Quentin Johnson, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Alexander Nader, Josh Nasser, Emily Olcott, Lee Overtree, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Louis Perlman, Caroline Reedy, Peter Russo, and Rachel Winitsky. The music for A Hamster's Workday was written by Rachel Winitsky, arranged by Jack Mitchell and Eric Erson, and produced by Eric Erson. Backstroke Raptor was written, arranged, and produced by Brendan O'Grady and associate produced by Jack Mitchell. And now it's time to say goodbye one last time to my luxury treehouse. I'll just walk one more time up the very long staircase and walk down the very long staircase. One more drink from the Kiefer Fountain. (laughs) Mm. Okay, maybe maybe one maybe one more drink from the Kefir Fountain. Mm. That was good. Maybe maybe I'll just do one more. I love my Kefir Fountain. I can't leave it behind on this island. I had to pack it. All right, I'll just put the suitcase here and lift up this giant ceramic Kefir Fountain that's spouting drinkable yogurt ten feet high. Okay. All right, it's in the suitcase, Now I just have to, I just have to close the suitcase and zip the suitcase. This is extremely difficult. Okay, wait, I forgot to put my jeans in there. Okay, I gotta unzip it. Unzipping the suitcase. All right. It's open again. All right, put my jeans in there on the fountain. All right, now i got to close it! Junk zipping! This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do! Ugh. Ugh. Okay. My clothes are going to be really wet.